Welcome to the final episode of Raidercast's first series. Over the past few months, Raidercast has featured some special guests from different parts of the fandom who have each given their thoughts on how to improve relations throughout the Tomb Raider community. I wanted more voices heard for this final episode, so I put a shout out online to bring people together from different backgrounds so we can all hear their Tomb Raider journeys and about why the series is so important to them and the effect it's had on their lives. This episode is for everyone. These are your stories. Hi everyone, my name is Jeffrey Croft Cosplays. My favorite Tomb Raider game is Tomb Raider 3. It's really challenging and I quite like a challenge. It's quite hard on default. She actually goes all around the globe. She starts off in the jungle and then you have the chance to visit Nevada in the deserts. You go to the South Pacific, you go to London and eventually you go to Antarctica. And she actually dresses up in those costumes fitting for the situation. That is what I really like. She actually dress ups for the situation. This is basically my favorite Tomb Raider because it had the whole package for me. All right, I am that Norse chick. My first exposure to Tomb Raider was in the late 90s. I was probably about eight or so. I would go to my neighbor's house and he was always, always, always playing Tomb Raider. And I would sit there and I'd beg him, please just let me run around. Just, just let me go shoot something real quick. And I'm sure I was really annoying. You know, I was younger and he probably didn't want me to screw up his game. My name is Noelle, uh, that's also Fangirl on social media. So my favorite Tomb Raider is Tomb Raider 2013, the reboot. Uh, I just found it an incredible emotional experience um, that was really about sort of overcoming odds stacked against you and just realizing uh, your capability. When I saw it, I was like, yo, I've never seen anything like this in my life. It was super realistic. He was peeking around corners, he was swimming. Like The thing that I loved the most was the fact that you could go into her mansion and run around and you could die. Like, you could die in your own house? This is crazy. My name is DJ Croft. My real name is Devante Jones. I'm from the United States. I'm currently 26 years old. I've been a Lara Croft fan since I was like four years old. So, the, my favorite Tomb Raider game. Okay, well as you can see I'm wearing Shadow the Tomb Raider outfit. Um, so that's actually one of my favorite games. But however, one of my best favorite games had to be Tomb Raider The Last Revelation. Um, yeah, I wasn't too sure about Lara herself. Like, I didn't want anything to do with anything remotely feminine. But the more I saw of her, I was like, alright, she's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. Hey guys, Larry here. Some of you may know me already, a lot of you probably don't. I run my own YouTube channel, I stream on Twitch. I've been playing a lot of Tomb Raider on my Twitch. I was like, um, I could say like five years old when I discovered this game. I played Tomb Raider before I was five years old, but honestly this was my most favorite Tomb Raider game because um, this was the game where she raided the most tombs. It was, every level was a tomb and she was in Egypt. Which, actually, which is actually one of my favorite places to visit, actually. My favorite Tomb Raider game has got to be Angel of Darkness. Um, it was really the first Tomb Raider game I remember coming out, and I just remember seeing her model in the art direction and just thinking it was just so gorgeous. And even to this day, I think her, that model is one of her best. I, I also just loved the way that she would deliver lines and just some of the ridiculous things that she would say was just so funny to me and I just look back on that really fondly. Welcome to my humble abode. 
feel free to not look around because we're currently suffering from a global health crisis. Hi, my name is Rachel Marie and I'm a cosplayer and I'm not here to shoot you, but I am here to answer some questions for you. Just overall, the way that Lara was portrayed and the overarching tone of the game was just, it just really resonated with me and still does. And it's one of the games that I constantly go back to, so it's got to be my favorite. Hello everyone, my name is Sean. I'm from the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area of the United States of America. Been a huge Tomb Raider fan since the early 2000s. If I had to pick my favorite game of the series, I'd say my favorite one would be the 2013 reboot, Tomb Raider. That game to me was such an emotional roller coaster. My favorite game has to be Tomb Raider 3. I'm a massive fan of the classic games. And what I love so much about Tomb Raider 3 is how far more dynamic and beautiful Tomb Raider 3 was compared to the previous games. You get so much more in it in, you know, it introduced brand new vehicles and brand new mechanics in the game. It was just such a jump from the previous games. And what I love so much about the game is the secret system. You actually unlocked a level, which I thought was really cool and really rewarding. We've seen Lara go through so much in that game. There were many times where I had to pause the game and put the controller down and go, wow, that was a lot. That was a lot she had to go through. That was a lot I had to go through. <laughs> to me, that made Lara feel more personal. That made Lara feel more real. My favorite Tomb Raider game is the original 96, Tomb Raider 1. Um, I always like had it in my mind that it, was, it would be like a really good achievement to try and complete it because um, I never had it uh, growing up, but it was one of the games that I wanted. Uh, and I saw friends like Nick and my best friend um, playing it. I think it would be one because that was my first experience of Tomb Raider. Nothing can ever top that. I remember seeing it in a magazine and thinking, this looks amazing, like the visuals, everything about it. And then when I actually bought the game, so it was the first game I ever bought, and I used my allowance money, so I had to save up for it, and I was really excited, and I, I opened it up and I install it, and right from the get-go, the music, like everything, the sounds, the, the visuals, blown away like i remember hearing the title music and just thinking like this is amazing and i would just sometimes i would just sit there and listen to the title music for like two or three i don't know how many however many minutes i would i would loop it a few times and i would even watch the little demo video that used to play hi this is kiss here and what i find most inspiring about lara croft is that fire inside of her that drives her to go and do what she wants regardless of what her parents or high society thinks of her i love what a daredevil she is that adrenaline junkie in her that just drives her to go to these dangerous tombs simply for the thrill of it dodging boulders leaping over spike pits and swimming with bloody sharks it's that bravery that and i don't give a whoops i don't give a coconut attitude you know, that makes it so special and inspires me to be myself. Then going through and doing it, I just loved the, uh, the difficulty curve was like perfect because I'm not the best gamer. And the sense of exploration and isolation was just awesome. Like the mixture between puzzle, platforming, and a little bit of combat and the way that sort of uh, gradually built up just makes you feel like the ultimate badass. Hello, my name's Tom. My favourite game in the Tomb Raider series is Tomb Raider Anniversary, with Rise of the Tomb Raider coming a very close second. I've been a core design Tomb Raider fan for as long as I can remember. I played all the games, had the toys, the posters, comics, I loved everything about classic Lara. When I was small I used to watch my dad play them on the computer, 
I would always get scared and run off when the animals would attack Lara. When I got a bit older, I began playing them myself. I still get scared when the animals jump out at Lara. Some things never change. Hello, my name is Keaton. I am 23 years old and I live in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I don't remember a time when Tomb Raider wasn't in my life. I think I was six years old when I started playing the games. Uh, my dad was working at one of his clients' households and had this big TV and he uh, brought our PlayStation 1 there and he started playing Tomb Raider 1 and I just absolutely was in awe of what was happening on screen. I just fell in love and from that moment on I was set. And around the same time the film with Angelina Jolie came out and I just knew that I would be a Tomb Raider fan for life. It just was so, so, so cool to me. Hi everyone. Well, first is... Your favorite Tomb Raider game. My favorite Tomb Raider game is Tomb Raider The Angel of Darkness. I'm obsessed with that game. It's the game that I replay the most. Between the Tomb Raider series, I love it so much. It's just wonderful. The story, the characters, Lara Croft herself, and everything is just incredible. Hey, my name is Jason, also known as Jayanetta on Twitter. So yeah, my love for the series spans across all eras of Tomb Raider, the classics, uh, LAU and the reboot to some extent, um, but one game that I feel gets quite underappreciated by the fans that happens to be one of my personal favourites is Tomb Raider Underworld. I feel Underworld is the closest Chris Dynamics has come to creating a modern take on the classic Tomb Raider formula. So you had really large locations, you had non-linear level design. Hi everyone, it's Sinead Croft here. So my favourite Tomb Raider game uh, is definitely Tomb Raider 3. It was the first Tomb Raider game I played and I instantly fell in love with the environments and of course Lara herself. And it was the first game I played as a child that had a female leading protagonist, which was really rare in the 90s. And so it just blew me away as a kid. I love the background of Laura Croft in this game, like her as a teenager. Um, I love that every level was very difficult and it was hard for me to actually like achieve it, to, to go to the next level. And I love every single tomb in this game. It was incredible, it was magnificent. Um, exploring the ruins of India and discovering Area 51 uh, probably most two of my most cherished moments of to Tomb Raider 3 and gaming in general. Um, I'll never forget, you know, uh, breaking into high security compounds and then finding aliens in Area 51. It was pretty cool. My favourite Tomb Raider game, it's a tough choice between 1 and 3, but I'm going to have to go with Tomb Raider 3. Uh, I remember playing this game a lot when I was a kid. All the classics I played as a kid, but I have a lot of memories of playing Tomb Raider 3 almost every weekend. There's a lot of nostalgia there for me. Hey, my name is Aaron. I'm Aaron Pro on Twitter. From the age of four, I was introduced to Tomb Raider 1 uh, from my dad. And I've loved it ever since then. I have fond memories of playing it as a child and I just loved it, you know? Um, and I still remember my dad going to the shop and going to buy Tomb Raider Legend and Tomb Raider Underworld when they both came out. So I have very fond memories of playing those games as well. 
I guess the reason it's my favourite though is I love the adventure that Lara goes on. I love the variety the game has, how the locations are all very different from one another. I love the story as well. I feel like compared to Tomb Raider 1 and 2, there's a lot more cutscenes. I also like how the game is quite challenging, especially in repeat playthroughs. Like the game, every time I replay it, it never gets too easy. This is Brandon, uh, Indigo15 on Twitter. My favourite Tomb Raider game is probably Tomb Raider 2. Um, although sometimes I wonder whether it's my favorite because it's the first Tomb Raider game I ever played, or if it's legitimately my favorite. Um, it only has a few temples and tombs and ruins, which are usually the things that I look for in abundance for a, a Tomb Raider game. Uh, and it contains a lot of modern locations and quite a bit of combat, which I usually don't love. And yet, I love this game. I think my favourite game uh, is a game I played when I broke my collarbone so I had to like lie in bed for about three weeks and so I could just put the controller on my lap, not really move and just use my thumbs. Um, so I uh, end up uh, doing pretty much the, um, the second generation trilogy that I played. Hello, my name is Wesley Fido, I'm 17 years old and I've been playing the Tomb Raider series since 2005. Personally, my favourite Tomb Raider game would have to be the original Tomb Raider from 1996. I would say this is the best game for me because it still surprises me to this day that Core Design was able to make a game this spectacular given the limited technology they had to work with. I think they get better and Underworld is uh, the... Uh, I think they, it just took the best things from the first two and uh, such a good game and it's my favourite game. The environments are breathtaking. The score is unforgettable and super nostalgic and just the overall feeling of stepping back into the early 2000s is a memory that I always, always hold dear to me forever. Hi, I'm Mike underscore K91 as I am known on my Twitch channel and I'm a fan of Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider 1 was very inspiring for me, how um, it was very revolutionary in how it um, demonstrated graphics and architecture, a lot of the levels are very well designed. Hello everyone, my name is Emir Han from Turkey. My favorite Tomb Raider game is Tomb Raider The Last Revelation. When I was 10, I bought a PlayStation 1 game console and afterward I went to game store and, and I asked for action-adventure games. He gave me another box and I searched and I encountered the Tomb Raider 3, The Adventures of Lara Croft. My name is Siavesh Tazari and I'm mostly known as Stardust Speedman on the internet which is also my YouTube channel name. My favorite Tomb Raider game which is also my absolute favorite game of all time is Tomb Raider 3. I think many of the sections of the game are also highly imaginative, making far more interesting scenarios possible than compared to, to a game where there's more fo focus on realism. There was a woman who looking up to the entrance of temple. I like archaeology, I like mythology. So immediately I went to home and played the game. Oh my god, it was impressive. Hello, this is Crafty speaking. Well, I have to say I have a dilemma about my favorite Tomb Raider game. Because I don't know if I would choose Tomb Raider 1 or Tomb Raider 2. Tomb Raider 1 is the video game that introduces you Lara Croft and you fall in love with her at the first second. It's the game that changed your life if you were born in the 90s. And then around when I was in middle school, that's when the Lao trilogy happened, which was Legend, Anniversary and Underworld. 
And that was my really embarrassing, like, uber nerd phase of Tomb Raider. So I was, you know, constantly playing the games, talking about it at school. I would go on YouTube and watch all the walkthroughs and um, all the parody videos, all the really dumb parody videos. Tomb Raider 2 is next level. Lara is more fluent. She has another braid. You have vehicles, awesome locations. And besides, you have that final level at the Grove Manor, which I think is very, very cool. So my personal favorite Tomb Raider game and how it has impacted my life would be Tomb Raider, The Angel of Darkness. I got this game when I was in third grade around 2005. Um, I have it here for PS2, but at the time I had it on PC. And the first thing I would do when I came home from school was boot this up and just use up all my spare time just playing this game. Hey Raidercast, James here, or Jam Gregory if you know me virtually. Let's start with the most difficult question. Which Tomb Raider game is my favourite? Feels almost impossible to answer this, but I think the one that remains firmly lodged in my memory is Tomb Raider 2. Lara Croft came at a time when there weren't very many female characters in games, period. Never mind a character who was the lead, totally badass, did what she wanted to do, wasn't um, being led around by you know a guy that she was pursuing, uh, she wasn't being rescued by anyone, she was the one doing the rescuing. And, and that wasn't specifically why she did what she did, but when, when it came to a situation where she had to, say, save the world or save someone, she would try to. I, I just found that really cool that, you know, she's her own person and she's not being defined by some trope or some stereotype. And I played it a lot with my sister and we have a lot of fond memories um, playing that game. We would just take turns with the keyboard and I remember during the sanitarium level where you got to play as Curtis, um, I was too scared <laughs> to complete it because it's a creepy level and I just got my sister to beat, <laughs> beat that part for me. I can't quite remember how I got hold of a demo copy of the game, but I certainly vividly remember climbing the Great Wall of China and probably getting eaten by tigers a lot, and then drowning in the pool trying to get the guardhouse key. I did eventually play the full game, and thanks to Lara's home, learned how to not drown when swimming. Although 40 fathoms, need I say any more? The coastal Thailand, which is still one of the most beautiful Tomb Raider levels ever made, and the graphics still really holds up today, like I played it uh, not too long ago, and the graphics are still really, really good. I also really enjoy Lara's acrobatic moveset, and I really hope that Chris Dynamics comes back to this someday, because it was really awesome being able to maneuver all of the environments in such a fluid way. My name is Tina, my internet nick is Teranete, and I'm one of the admins for Tomb of Ash. I'm also a photographer slash videographer slash documentary filmmaker for the Dark Angel Symphony. My Tomb Raider journey started with Tomb Raider 3. I immediately fell for it, you know, there was this kick-ass girl, but I was only 9 at the time and I didn't know English all that well, so it took me quite some time to realize you could actually push buttons. So you can imagine how I felt the first time I actually stepped outside Croft Manor. I was also one of those people who wanted her to sit in the couch and was sad that she couldn't do that. The feeling when you're sort of alone and then one of the musical cues come in, it can just be so magical. And since then, 
because that was the first one I went and completed. I've gone and done um, two and three, and uh, I've really enjoyed talking about these um, because unlike your modern video games, they're very linear. So it's been really nice to chat to my best friend and now going through completing number four with, uh, with you, Nick, and uh, doing this series where we have uh, Tomb Raider Chronicles Race to the End, where we do one level at a time and we chat about it afterwards. It's just, that's what makes it for me, like the, the talking mm. with my friends. I love that. And like the analysis and getting geeky over it. This is CMogs890 or Jake. Angel of Darkness is a very special entry in the series to me, not only because it was my first proper introduction to Tomb Raider, but also due to much of its better quality shining through in spite of being so unfinished. The story, lore, characters, music, gameplay. I will say hello from Scotland. Um, my favourite Tomb Raider game was actually Tomb Raider 3, as you can tell, she's here. and. Um, I really liked Tomb Raider 3. It wasn't the first Tomb Raider game that I played. In fact, Tomb Raider 2 was the first Tomb Raider game that I played. And that's the game that kind of got me into the Tomb Raider series, but also got me into gaming as well, which is something I do a lot now. <laughs> um, even as an adult um, at 26 years, I still play it so much. And um, even the classic ones. My name is Circus Baby Scalarius L. It was the year 2012. At the time, I was a young child and would casually play the game with my mother installed on the family PC. One of them was Tomb Raider The Last Revelation. I at that point did not know anything about the Tomb Raider games and Lara Croft. Lara Croft was just a name almost everyone knew at the time, so I did not know who she was and what she looked like. Seeing how empowering she was in the games and how the story progressed, I quickly became addicted to the franchise and wanted to be just like her. Plus, the visuals are incredible. Um, I love diving into the Med Sea at the start, and it's kind of all blue, and you swim down. It really feels like an open world, but it's finite in space. Um, and the Arctic Circle as well is a very similar experience. Flash forward a couple years, I finally got a PlayStation. One afternoon, I convinced my dad to take me to Blockbuster, and I was determined to pick up a Tomb Raider game. Pretty much every time I went, they were out. And this time there was one game and it was the last revelation. You don't have the pressure of the oxygen um, and having to find air, but I quite like that because it takes the undersea and gives that an area of exploration rather than just an area of panic to find the next air. <laughs> I got home, I shoved it into the console and I was disappointed. I was like, what the heck? There's no mansion. And then I loaded up the level and I'm like, why does Lara have pigtails? Why does she sound like a squeaky little mouse? You know, whatever, whatever. I'm gonna play this, it's a Tomb Raider game. It just has so many things that I love. The levels, the boss fights, the music. I just think it's one of my favorite Tomb Raider games to play. But Tomb Raider 1 will be a close second. In the end, The Last Revelation ended up being my favorite game. Why? Why is this my favorite? because it is a freaking spiritual journey, man. Like, I will maintain that until my death. I love Tomb Raider 3 because of the different areas you would go to. I love that you could come from, you know, the jungle and then you'd suddenly be in London and then you'd be in the islands. Like, it was just so much fun. And, and the costume changes as well, I really, really enjoyed. Um, so that's something I think is, is one of my favorites, is why I love it so much, because of those costume changes and the vehicles and the new weapons and things like that. Um, but Tomb Raider 2 and Tomb Raider 3, those are the two that really, really mean a lot to me. Hi, I am Potkenka, or Eva. 
I have trouble deciding on favorite anything, so I have two favorite Tomb Raider games. Tomb Raider 3 and 6, uh, that is Angel of Darkness. Tomb Raider 3 because of a great deal of nostalgia. I have never played many video games, uh, we didn't have many at home when I was little. Maybe I would be neck deep in a different video game fandom if I came across a different article when I was 9, but it was Tomb Raider. A computer magazine we were subscribed to started a video game section, I read the article, ordered the new game, which was Tomb Raider 3, and fell in love, even though I completely sucked at playing it. And then when I was in high school, that's when the reboot trilogy started and that continued on to when I was in college too and I just absolutely fell in love with that iteration of Lara too. I just, no matter who produces it, no matter where she goes or who Lara is in whatever game, I just, I'm absolutely in love with it and her. I just, Tomb Raider really is, I think, the single most important franchise of my life. So naturally after that I played all of the Tomb Raiders but I have to say, my favorite Tomb Raider game is definitely The Angel of Darkness. I mean, it's for all the reasons many people said for a million times, you know, story, atmosphere, but what really dragged me in was actually the music, because I remember just, you know, staying in one level for hours just in order to be able to hear the music. The voice acting, the environment, the color of game, everything about this game, about quality. I can say everything is quality. Then, uh, before I finished the game, I began to be nervous. What, what would I do after this game? I have to find another game. If there's a game in the series that ticks off all of the things that I love about Tomb Raider though, it would probably be Tomb Raider The Last Revelation. It also doesn't hurt that I absolutely adore anything having to do with Egypt. So you just keep progressing through all these different areas like finding gold bars, experiencing magical things like um, like finding like the Hand of Midas and being able to turn things to gold, even being able to turn Lara to gold and stuff like that, which is um pretty interesting. Like um, Just the way it plays on all these myths, so I think are really interesting. Also, fun fact, I have Tomb Raider Underworld on almost every console that it was released on. I don't have it on PS3 because I don't own a PS3, but I have it on literally every single one, even the DS, the Wii, PS2. It was so bad on PS2, but still love that game anyway. Still one of my favorites. My favorite Tomb Raider has to be Tomb Raider 3. I loved globe trotting around the globe, you know. I sound like such a moron, don't I? You know, I loved picking where I could go. And I remember after finishing India, I really badly wanted to play London. But naturally, if you didn't save, you know, and you died, you'd go back to Select Adventure. And I just previewed all of them and I just kept on, I couldn't decide if I wanted South Pacific or Nevada. I just kept on exploring the levels that I had just unlocked. I rem remember being glued to the storyline and all the NPCs and the dialogue and the cutscenes. Um, I was just enthralled with how everything was choreographed. Um, it almost felt like a video game version of a movie. And I remember the soundtrack 
being very, very memorable. Um, I could recognize any Angel of Darkness soundtrack from a mile away. Um, I loved how it has bits and pieces of the Tomb Raider 1 theme in the Angel of Darkness theme. Um, I thought that was a cool throwback. If it hadn't been for my mother's thoughtful suggestion to rent this game out originally for the PlayStation 2 back in 2005, I don't think I'd be as much of a fan of Tomb Raider as I am, nor be here today to describe how much of an impact it's had on me since I was a kid. But through playing this title, it also opened the door for me to a series that may look shallow on the surface but is brimming with subtlety and depth within much of the games, if you pay close attention. But the amazing music and the beautiful, colorful locations, uh, it was probably the first 3D game I've ever seen. And the main character was a woman, which I didn't think was possible in video games. A really cool, adventurous woman. I need to give huge props to the person who wrote the article I'd read, because it was all about Lara being an adventuring badass. No creepy comments about her appearance. He gave me Tomb Raider 4, The Last Revelation, my all-time favorite. So many things changed in this game, environments, graphics, even voice actress, my favorite voice actress, John Elliott. I'm very, very, I was very appreciate that. While I definitely mourned the loss of the classic era and the core design studio, I have enjoyed playing the Crystal Dynamics games too. I was over the moon, when Keely Hawes was cast to voice Lara in the Legend Anniversary Underworld Trilogy. She's probably one of my favourite actresses, ever since I saw her as Zoe in the BBC series Spooks, although she's probably better known for her character in Ashes to Ashes. I, I was very close to End, but I'm very close to Lara. She, has, she had done a lot of things and it was amazing. At the end, she died. Gosh. I was so upset. I cried and cried, believe it or not. I love that while there's still combat, the focus is squarely on the puzzles. Like, that is the soul of this game. Uh, they're challenging, yes, sometimes to the point that it's not even fair, but the feeling of accomplishment uh, when I solve something is just the most satisfying. It's like I'm unraveling this mass jumble of string. Um, getting to the end with Horace and Set is like something about it feels monumental. Heavy. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm having a hard time expressing myself, but that's how I feel. I really hope someday that Angel of Darkness will come out with the trilogy or at least full-on remakes that, um, it deserves. Uh, well, the internet communities, uh, I finally found other people who liked Tomb Raider. And there was a big laugh for one of the games I didn't know yet, Angel of Darkness. Unfortunately, I decided to go with London, then South Pacific, then Nevada. So by the time I bloody arrived in Antarctica, I was on my last legs. I didn't find all secrets. I was low on ammo. I was dying. And then I got down to the mines and that thing was chasing me in the mines. And luckily I powered through and there's bloody wasps in Lost City of Tinos. I mean, I was in hell. I was just going side jumping, back flipping for me life. Lara was just really, me and Lara were having a very bad time. 
Lara Croft as a whole is so important to me because of how strong, confident and powerful she is in the classic and legend trilogy, as well as how she grew drastically since her experiences in Yamatai. Now she doesn't hesitate to enter danger and always comes out on the other side, stronger than before and without a doubt, more badass as she drives, flies and runs into the horizon. It was a couple of years before I played another Tomb Raider game, and then I heard about Tomb Raider Anniversary being a remake of Tomb Raider 1. That piqued my interest so I picked up a copy, and I was hooked. It was different, but in my eyes did things better than the original Tomb Raider. I went on a frenzy, buying Legend and Underworld, completing them within days. Since the franchise has been a part of my life for so long, my favorite game tends to shift around often. However, the reboot trilogy, more specifically reboot Lara Croft, has had an immense impact on my life. I'm actually in my third year of studying video game design. Um, so that's something that I really have to thank for Lara as well because, because of her, I'm now doing something that I love and it's because of her that I'm here. So um, that's a great thing. I, I think Lara has changed my life in that way as well. She had an impact in my life. Even when I have bad days, I think, what the hell? Lara could face this. I love traveling, adventure, exploring. I like when something is a challenge. Lara Croft and the Tomb Raider franchise is so important to me because it helped me through a very dark time when I was a child. I was the subject of bullying for most of my life. So my school life was very difficult, but I was also the subject of sexual abuse. My father abandoned me when I was quite young. So having Tomb Raider something to come home to, to really not just, you know, an escape from reality, but it was escape from the real life trauma that I was going through. The games overall hold great importance to me because whenever I'm alone or feeling a bit down, I know that I always have the series to go to for comfort and keep my spirits up during times where I'm just not feeling great physically and or mentally. I think it's a lot to do with what she represents. I mean, she's incredible, Lara is, but she's not a superhero. So she gets hurt, she's vulnerable. Um, so all her successes boil down to her courage, her determination, um, her self-sufficiency, all these qualities that I think, you know, it's really inspiring to see in a character and that you um, aspire towards. She has something special. She, she leaves a mark on you. She's sexy, intelligent, strong, and independent. And that's why she was so famous. For me, the series represents a big part of my childhood. I used to play this game religiously every weekend, pretty much. I remember as a kid, I used to play Tomb Raider every Saturday and Sunday, like when I used to come home with my parents, um, or like after school or before school. I just have so many fond memories of playing it. It's probably one of the first games that I got into on the PlayStation 1. I think I can attribute a lot of good memories from my childhood to Tomb Raider. I remember playing these games with my dad, watching him play the games, me playing Tomb Raider 2 and 3's first level over and over again. And uh, I think a, a huge one for me is that she represents the courage to chart your own course, you know. Um, it's about like living true to yourself, whether it's which, whichever version of the character you're uh, you're talking about, whether it's 
you know, um, going against what her parents wanted or going against what, you know, she thought her life path would be or what society expected of her. And it's just incredible to see someone like accomplishing so much by being true to themselves. I went through some shitty times then and Tomb Raider Underworld really helped me, you know, get over certain things. And I also really loved Doppelganger because, you know, she had a braid, she had this sexy outfit, she was sassy even though she couldn't talk. Well, she could, but you know what I mean. Well, you know, she inspires me to be a badass. She inspires me to be very confident as a man, you know, and to take charge and to actually be very adventurous. I'm actually very adventurous myself, so I love going to different places. Um, I love to hike, I love to do all those things. You know, she makes me feel powerful and invincible as a male. The games actually impacted me quite a bit as a musician, now that I'm thinking about it. I've taken a lot of elements from each game's uh, music, and I've injected them into my own music. Like everything from the atmosphere to instrumentation to like melodies. I would even say that because of all my time doing all the video mixing and then like the influence from Legends soundtrack, that is the reason I started getting into making hip hop beats. That's pretty bizarre when you think about it. It showed me that females didn't need to all be stereotyped as damsels in distress or focused entirely on gender traits which converge on obnoxious if grossly mishandled. That they had what it takes to rightfully compete with the big boys and come off as compelling protagonists, or even antagonists, in their own right in spite of everything going against them in pop culture at large. And I can't thank Corlara enough for showing me that side of storytelling in all the right ways. As a performer myself and a musician, I really owe a lot of my ear and my aesthetic and how I listen to music to Nathan McCree and Peter Connolly and Trolls Brune Fullman and all of the composers of the Tomb Raider games. I just, they do such an incredible job of capturing the atmosphere and making something really interesting to listen to as well, so. It helped me find my passion for history and I don't think I would have felt so strongly about history if it wasn't for Tomb Raider. Not only that, I found a great community um, I talk to so many different types of content creators now. I talk to so many people in the community. It's just, it's really heartwarming and it makes me feel like I have a platform and a place to share this franchise that I love. And it's really, that's really important to me. And I remember playing it with my parents as well. At some parts of the game, they actually helped me. When I was a young kid, a young, dumb kid, I didn't quite realize that you could switch off the waterfall and go behind it. In Tomb Raider, I found something that really interested me, and then I found people who were just as enthusiastic as me. And we could talk about it forever. When I first met other Tomb Raider fans online, it was during a veritable boom of Tomb Raider fan blogs in the Czech and Slovak community, so I made a blog too. Underworld news just started coming out around that time, and I was doing my best to be the first Czech blog with the latest news. While at university, I got to meet Rihanna Pratchett when she was giving a talk on 2013. She gave me some pointers on how to become a game writer, so 2013 can also be seen as the catalyst for the job I have today. Part of my course at university included media writing and essays. One of my favourite pieces was based on Tomb Raider, 
charting the change and influence of the character and her role as an LGBT icon. This was influenced by my love of 2013 and the character of Sam. So yeah, I have a lot of fond memories and I think it did have an impact on how I grew up and what I wanted to do with my life. Of course, I have a bit of connection to Lara as well because she's like this um, free, uh, free person who just travels around the world and just explores places. And I like how she's sort of so quiet and like inquisitive about her environment. So she doesn't seem to really feel fear in the early games. Like she's sort of like um, all the emotions are on you, and she's just sort of wandering around exploring. And I feel like that's sort of like she's a good vessel for um, exploring these places. And I really enjoy that concept about the game. The overall impact the games have had on my life have many factors. The first factor is that the game motivated me to be a more adventurous person, like wanting to try new experiences such as certain athletic sports like high jump and long jump to name a couple. The games also led me to do things that people would deem troublesome, while I saw it as fun and pumping, like climbing the roof of my house and running up streams and rivers that had a sign saying we'd get fined if we were caught running in them, which by the way I never did because I was a very sneaky child. As for the impact that Laura has had on my life, um, there's, there's several different things. Um, for one, I've met so many incredible people uh, through the community, people that I now classify as friends. And if I was ever in their cities, I would absolutely like hit them up in to share a coffee or something. What makes Tomb Raider so special to me is that every time I play the game or I watch the movies or even think about it, I think about the time and the many times that I spent with my father playing the game. I remember back in the early 2000s when my father came home, a game that his co-worker let him borrow called Tomb Raider 3 Adventures of Lara Croft. We had no idea what that was. We didn't play the first Tomb Raider or the second. So when he popped in the disc, I sat on the floor next to him. And when the game started, I was just in awe. Gaming for me was such an escapism, and I would feel quite overwhelmed or anxious. Um, Tomb Raider and video games would really help me escape, so I have, I have her to thank a lot for that as well, and that, that whole thing means a lot to me too. I find that Lara's ability to remain in touch with her emotions despite the world giving her every reason not to is powerful. Many of us have been through situations where we felt it best to retreat into ourselves and l never let anyone in again. I believe that old Lara, classic and LAU, followed this mold quite closely. Why Lara Croft and Tomb Raider is so important to me, um, well she really is as you can see of course. I had so many things in life that I couldn't or didn't even know I could do them. Uh, but in some way, Lara Croft gave me the strength to actually do those things, um, giving me the mindset that if she could do it, then I could do it. And she's just been such a big part of my life. Ever since I was two years old, I played the first game, playing her in the gym level and just walking around and I was absolutely in love. And that is the moment where my obsession with Tomb Raider began. And as you can see, I'm just such a huge fan. The Tomb Raider games also taught me that it's okay to make mistakes in life, since they're bound to happen at some point, and it teaches me that it's how I recover from the mistake that makes me a person. Lara Croft herself had taught me that sometimes it's okay to tackle a problem by yourself. She is a very cold, driven character who is really just motivated by her own selfishness. And, you know, she kind of teaches me that it's okay to be selfish. 
and you know it's okay to be sassy and love yourself um i'm very much the opposite to that at my core i'm a very giving honest person and sometimes i wear my heart too much on my sleeve so lara croft kind of teaches me not to be like that lara croft teaches me to just be a bit selfish and it's okay to be a bit selfish she teaches me that a little intuition and playing smart can make you feel sharper smarter and stronger the lessons she taught me helped me become more independent and rely less on other people to get me where I want to be. Sure, I still like to get help from other people time to time, even Lara does the same thing. But she teaches me to always learn how to rely on myself, so I can get through a challenge if no one else is able, or willing, to help. I have loved to draw and write since I was little, and Tomb Raider immediately became one of my inspirations. And it still is, maybe now more than ever. So far in my life, I think I have written more Tomb Raider fanfiction than any other fiction, fan or original. I just remember trying to emulate her, um, climbing on anything I could climb on. And I remember my the core part of my love for gymnastics was because I wanted to be able to do some of the things that Lara did. Um, and not only that, just seeing her be a strong woman was also very, very impactful for me from a young age. Lara is so important to me as a character because she was my first role model when I was growing up. Um, the Tomb Raider games were still coming out, some of the early ones were still coming out when I was really, really young. I still remember like kids in the playground teasing me saying, oh, you love Lara Croft, you're in love with Lara Croft. And like to some extent I was because her personality, her snarkiness, her attitude, her determination to get what she wants, it all really spoke to me. And at the time I wasn't really sure why. So fast forward to now, I'm a part of the Dark Angel Symphony and uh, this relates to what I said about me being obsessed about AOD's soundtrack and the very fact that I was actually there in London, in Angel Studios, listening to AOD being played by an orchestra live in front of me. Oh, when, when they started playing the main theme, Ash and me were in the control room and both of us, we just fell apart. We just started crying. And after it was finished, you know, I went to the bathroom to pull myself together. And I saw Peter in the hallway and he was like, ah, look at you. And I'm like, no, no, you do not look at me. I'm not looking the good. <laughs> so that was, that, that was a moment I will never forget. At the same time, around the time that the first Tomb Raider game came out, they showed some footage of Lara exploring Palace Midas on the local news one night, but that tiny little teaser of footage sparked an interest in history and ancient cultures in me, and that's something that is still a passion of mine today. I've been able to be a official uh, Tomb Raider cosplay ambassador twice uh, in South Africa, which is really a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience uh, just to be physically embodying the character and the, the joy on people's faces, the excitement when they actually get to see Lara in real life. And um, that's also really helped with my cosplay journey um, as a pastime and upping my skills and taking it seriously. And, and also just when you're wearing Lara's outfit, it's just, it just, you feel such a surge of power that's incredible as well. 
why Tomb Raider and Lara Croft are important to me is because my my uncle that passed away um, in 2010, um, he loved Tomb Raider as well, um, and he'd always show me how to play it and all of that. I have fond memories of playing it with him as well. So, you know, I hold Tomb Raider to my heart because, you know, he was also another person that got me into it. He also named his daughter after Lara as well, so that was pretty cool. After graduating, I was in a downward spiral though. No job, no prospects, no friends, no independence, no life. I was extremely unhappy. I spent a lot of time in bed just crying. I was in town one day and picked up Rise for the 360, thinking I'd love 2013 so I should give this one a go. Rise became the reason to get out of bed in the morning. I think if it hadn't been for Lara and the 360 release, I wouldn't have been able to push myself back into the world and to find myself in the life and career I have today. I have to thank it all to her. She really inspires me as a character. Um, now, the, the kind of impact she's had on my life, well, she's definitely had an impact on my life. I mean, I have all the games. Um, I can't show them all right now, but I do have all the video games, including this one. Um, I cosplay as Laura Croft. I think that's how she's impacted my life. You know, being a male and also being, I guess, um, African-American. You know, I've always felt like, well, I can't be a real Laura Croft because I'm male. I'm a male and I'm African-American. But, you know, she has made me feel so powerful as a, as a person that she made me feel like I can be a Laura, a Laura Croft cosplayer, no matter my gender or race. I think Laura Croft is so important to me because she's such a powerful driving force. Yeah, she's a raider of tombs, and probably not a hobby we want to encourage in our kids, but she doesn't take no for an answer, and isn't going to let anyone stand in her way. When I first played Tomb Raider, there really wasn't a character like her. As a gay man, I certainly didn't appreciate her sex appeal, in inverted commas, but it was her powerful, almost unstoppable nature that kept me gripped to the games. I wish I could have been an adventurer like Lara Croft in real life. But since that's not possible, I'm glad that I at least can experience all these amazing adventures through the Tomb Raider games. I can't imagine how my life would have looked like if I would take out Tomb Raider out of my gaming life during the past 20 years. I always tried to get my schoolmates to also play Tomb Raider and I was like a gaming guru for them. I had all the levels memorized in my head and they, whenever they would get stuck they would call me and ask for help. And unfortunately my, my dad um, passed away in 2016 and a huge memory of him is because of Tomb Raider. He's the one that brought Lara home, he's the one that brought that game and uh, we used to play it all the time. Me and my sister Katie were too young so we would just watch him play the whole time. And uh, I have so many memories of just him uh, playing the game and leaning forward whenever he would um, make a jump. And that's something that I sometimes still do, is, is lean forward as, as close as I can to make that, that long jump. Um, I remember he used to uh, make little saves, me and, me and my sister, to play around in. Um, one that I remember he would have is the Tibetan mountains with the snowmobile. Um, that's something that he used to, uh, have that me and my sister could come and play and be in a more of a safe area without too many bad guys and have fun you know driving around and things like that so he would always have little saves that he would uh, give to me and my sister so I, I, I really really 
um, I'm grateful for Tomb Raider to have that memory of him because that's something that really, really, really means a lot to me. So um, that's that's something as well that Lara really, really means a lot. Lara Croft teach me how to be strong. When I was little, my father committed suicide and I was bullied at school and I didn't have any friends. So I wanted to be like her. I wanted to be strong like her. I wanted to have that strength that Lara has. I think also I would say that, as, as I'd already mentioned, like Lara is an inspiration. So she, she gave me the courage in my mid thirties to go off and spend two years teaching in rural Japan, which was something I never thought I would do, but it sort of summoned the courage to go and have these new experiences. And when opportunities come along, you take them. Um, that's a lesson that I've, I've really learned from Lara. Tomb Raider came to me at a very interesting moment in my life. I was about nine years old when the first game came out, and the first few games in the series were certainly fun to play, but they grew to have a much more special meaning to me when I moved on to junior high school and eventually high school. I was an outcast there, bullied almost every day, no friends, and my life at home wasn't much better, if I'm being honest. So playing Tomb Raider became almost therapeutic for me. I love nothing more than starting up a game and making Lara bravely explore every nook and cranny of the beautiful but hostile environment she visited. She had this bravery that I felt that I didn't have, and she didn't take mess off of anyone, and she always seemed cool and calm even when she screwed up royally. Well, being a big part of my childhood, it definitely kind of shaped my interests, I think. Like, it definitely made me want to travel more and see the world and be a lot more adventurous. Uh, Lara Croft is also quite an inspirational character because here you have a, a, a person who, you know, goes against what everyone else expects her to do. You know, she does what she wants to do. She follows her passions uh, in life and that's how she lives. And one other thing is that when we went to Derby for our community dinner, we made a very short stop at Grundy's, which is a bar where core design people used to go when they worked on original Tomb Raider games. It's right across Ashburn Road. And I was there with all of the people I met through the years, you know, Murty, Peter, Jenny. And I was like, holy shit, you know, I'm now here as well with those people. And we're also working on something, you know, Tomb Raider related. And it's... That, that was really a crazy feeling. And with the brief knowledge I had about video games back then, I was encouraged enough to finally, after some retakes from the high school, study the university career about design of video games. Uh, they changed my life. As I said, first of, first of all, I wanted to be an archaeologist, just like everyone. But then I realized Yes, I like tombs in it and problem solving, puzzle solving, that's very great. But the environment in Tomb Raider games are more influential to me, especially dense forests. I realized that. And today I am a research assistant at Actins University. I am a phytogeographer, I'm working on plants, forests, 
flowers and everything about plants and I became an academist just like her. This is her influence on my life. I am very grateful to Lara. As for another inspiration, there was also a period of my life when I wanted to study archaeology and well, it didn't come to that. I don't know if my life would be any worse without Raider, but it's definitely an important part of it now. Back then I thought I would grow up and stop liking a video game, which was making me sad. Well, 20 years later, I don't think anything is going to stop me liking Tomb Raider. Larkroft has made me progress in my life in an indescribable way. Just look what I got from her, as my passion has increased since I was a kid. With some setbacks, definitely, like sure, most of us. But as a role model she is for being proud enough to fulfill her quests and brave to overpass her physical and mental boundaries, it's a true fantasy for me and has helped me to grow up in so many ways I couldn't imagine. And um, quite a biggie, uh, I came out inadvertently because of Lara Croft, um, came out to myself basically after 2013 Tomb Raider, I was reading a lot of fan fiction and in that people were exploring the relationship between Lara and Sam. And obviously it's non-canonical, but it opened my mind to opportunities and uh, concepts that I think I had fought and resisted for a very long time, alternatives to outside the norm. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd fought and denied them for a very long time. and through Tomb Raider I questioned things and here we are seven years later and I have been with my girlfriend happily now for three years so yeah Lara, Lara helped me in that regard as well. I needed to know that it was okay to feel and I had a wonderful influence in my real life that helped me tremendously but Lara was my coping mechanism despite all that was thrown at her. She always got back up even if she was limping, dusted herself off and told herself you can do this. Now that I'm older and I realized that as a closeted teenager, those things just really spoke to me that she was so confident and it really helped me come out of my shell and shape me into a more confident person today. I wanted to be like her, at least in some respects. Um, I felt that my life would be a lot better if I could adopt some of her traits. And after a long, hard day at school and at home trying to figure out how to evade spike traps and how to reach distant levers and find hidden keys was oddly comforting. Following on from that, I chose to do zoology and marine biology at university because for me, that was my passion in life. Uh, and also, like I said, it's taught me to be more adventurous and do more exciting things. You know, I've, uh, I did martial arts from the age of four and I became a black belt. Uh, I went to Africa a few years ago and climbed Kilimanjaro. Uh, I learned to scuba dive and now I, when I can get a chance to, I go diving and I love diving with sharks. As for Lara herself, looking back as a kid, I think to me she was like this badass rich older sister who killed wolves and like took me on cool adventures. I never actively thought about anyone being a role model when I was that age, but I think she was in a way. Also, why it's important to me is because um, I have autism and back when I was finding school and all of that hard, I used to just come home 
and play it and you know it's like escaping into another reality playing her because you know it was such a ah you know you know it's a good game to play so you know I can't thank her enough really for helping me through all these hard times I've had and everything I feel like it inspired me to be my own person do my own thing uh, pursue my own interests and not feel ashamed of you know who I am because Laura was always that person she she always did what she wanted to do and I thought that was really cool Lara is often criticized for being too emotional, and I know a few fans have voiced their criticism that the developers purposefully break her down right after a moment of strength. The fact that she still feels vulnerable enough to cry despite all of the trauma she's been through at that moment is empowering. Even in my character design, whenever I create a character or uh, in, a, in a game, Lara seems to come into it. My character's always got some sort of braid you know, twin pistols whenever I can. So she's influenced me so much on that one as well. Um, but yeah, Lara really, really does mean so much to me. And even the No Lara Laugh Behind hashtag means so much just because, you know, the classics mean a lot to me, but the newer games as well, even thing from, you know, Angel of Darkness, we've got Legend, we've got, um, you know, the reboot as well. They all bring something important to the story and, and Lara's personality. And I think that, we shouldn't discredit the the work that these developers and the voice actors like Judith Gibbons is my favorite voice actor because she was the first one the Lara that I experienced but you know everyone who's voiced Lara has has done so much for the character so much for the community and to discredit anything of what they've done or the, the developers have done as well I mean like video games are hard to make you know like so and you know if there's an adventure waiting for me go for it because what's most important in life is not money it's the, it's the experiences that, that you have. So no matter what iteration for me, um, Tomb Raider and Lara have impacted my life in a lot of ways. Uh, I joined the community at quite a young age. I think as soon as I could jump on an online forum when I was 13, uh, I was having discussions with uh, fellow community members and making friends along the way. Um, and I feel as though Tomb Raider's connected me with so many people who I probably wouldn't have met in my life, considering a lot of them are across the other side of the globe from me. Um, and I feel like I've grown with Lara as a character um, throughout each iteration. Lara Croft has a major impact on me because she teaches me to be confident and sarcastic. Seeing how a woman can be viewed so badass and strong made me want to be just like her. She's an important character in the game industry because she opened so many doors for new lead characters and them not being depicted as side characters or weakened stereotypes. She's especially important to me because she made me who I am today. The impact Tomb Raider's had on my life is simply it's just given me joy and laughter, you know, lots of happy moments, screaming at Lara for not making the jump or being extremely happy I found a key that or a lever that unlocks the door that I've been trying to get into. And cosplaying as her has made me so much more confident. And I honestly feel like had I not cosplayed as Lara Croft, I wouldn't be where I am now. When I was younger, due to the horrible things that happened to me, I had no confidence in doing anything attractive or womanly with my appearance. I didn't feel comfortable with it. So cosplaying Lara Croft the first time, I think I was about 16, and I wore this, you know, this small-ish top and these shorts and getting all attention from people at 
a comic, comic convention. Being a teenager that never had that sort of attention really helped to bring me out of my shell. Now when I think of it, you know, if I didn't get that Tomb Raider 3 game with my first PlayStation, I know 100% my life would be completely different than what it is right now. When I was bullied in school and ignored, Tomb Raider just was my little space separated from reality. I was just there playing Tomb Raider all day and I didn't need to um, think about the other, what the others think of me. Largo was always my best friend. It's strange because she isn't real, I'm aware of that, but I could always go and play Tomb Raider and be there and she wouldn't judge me like the bullies. She wouldn't judge me. I really think that everyone who's worked on Tomb Raider in some way has done an amazing job. These games are iconic and they will go down in history as these games and how amazing they are. So really when I look back at Tomb Raider and how I started to really fall into the series was at the, with that moment with my father. We got to spend it together, we got to talk about the game, we got to think of ideas and strategies on how to solve these puzzles. And to me that's really special, so I really appreciate this franchise. When I go traveling, I look for remote and exotic places and I know once I get there, the experience is going to be more intense just for the fact that you feel like her. She has something special, she, she leaves a mark on you, she's sexy intelligent, strong, and independent. I can look back and think that Tomb Raider played an important part of leading me to that point in some way or another. And today I'm still down with her. I'm inspired by her passion and, and guts to go for what she wants. Plus she screws up and that's totally relatable and human. Actually, that's probably what I like about her the most, yeah. That is why this series means so much to me because it's always been that safe spot, that safe place, if you will. Even now, when whenever I'm going through a tough time, the first thing I think to do is put on a Lara Croft adventure and completely lose myself in it. She continues to let herself feel. She continues to let people in, albeit reluctantly, and she lets herself emotionally process what she's just seen. And that's powerful to me. I grew up observing people who just buried their emotions. They didn't let anyone in, and they didn't want anyone in. And seeing a character I'd admired since I was eight years old refuse to let that happen to her solidified my own desire to never let that happen to me. So I really feel as though she's impacted my life in a way that it doesn't matter what you look like or what your gender is, you can still be connected to a female character. And I think that's, how, that's the kind of role she's played in my life. So, um, I have cosplays from classic Tomb Raider all the way up to the reboot. Um, so that's kind of the impact she's had on my life. She's also, it has inspired me to just, just to be happy in life and to cherish the great moments in life that exist. I'll always have such a special place in my heart for the, the series and Lara Croft and wherever she goes. Even though I might not love where the series is at the moment, um, I'll still always follow Tomb Raider because Lara's just had such a huge impact on how I've turned out today. And for me, the most impactful sort of iteration of Lara 
for me is probably uh, Reboot Lara Croft. Pretty much helped me through quite a crazy and like rough time of my life. I always, I had like knee surgery and straight after I was diagnosed with severe depression and I would sort of pick each Reboot game up and see that Lara would get knocked down but she would get back up again no matter what and she would become stronger from the setbacks that challenged her throughout the games. So I sort of challenged that mentality and it actually helped me get through that diagnosis and um, I think Lara's Just Keep Moving um, was really like used as a coping mechanism when everything seemed quite bleak um, and I still use it to this day so um, if things are not going my way I'll just repeat that little saying in my head. She gave me interest in archaeology and studying ancient rumours and one day, I want to go to Egypt, but in all sorts of countries myself. She's an icon, a legend, a hero. She's helped many other people to be who they are today, and gave many girls confidence in themselves. I cannot imagine a world without her. And I think when I was young and starting to realize who I was and start to come into my personality and my sexuality as a gay man, I really looked up to Lara's independence and her sense of self and her, her, her pride. She just, I'm getting emotional talking about it, she just is so strong and she taught me how to be strong and how to stand up to my enemies and I just, I, like I said, she just is my greatest hero. She isn't always well-being. And I don't know who I'd be or where I'd be without the games. I cannot thank Crystal Dynamics enough for turning my childhood idol into the hero I needed during my transition into adulthood. 14 to 19 are very formative years, and this is the Lara that got me through them. Despite my criticisms of her, Reboot Lara will always and forever be my favorite character ever. It's because of Tomb Raider that I gained an interest in cosplay. I even got invited to a convention where I got to go in my cosplay on the Xbox stage surrounded by other really talented cosplayers. And it was just such an awesome time for me. And it really, I don't know, it was just so special to me. I think if I wasn't a fan of Tomb Raider, my life would have been a whole lot different than it would be right now. And. I'm just very thankful for everything Lara Croft and Tomb Raider have done for me in my life. The Tomb Raider community, man, like, so many nice people I've met over the years, it's unbelievable. So many friendships I've made and I just, I can't thank really Lara Croft enough for making me help, help me make some friends that have, you know, the same interests as me as you know Tomb Raider and I can't thank her enough you know. It's because of Tomb Raider that I've been able to connect with so many people online so many other like-minded Tomb Raider fans from all over the world and I've made so many friends because of it. Even though there may be some friction in the community I absolutely adore being a part of the Tomb Raider family and being able to discuss Tomb Raider every day with people on Twitter is so much fun. Discussing a game series that you've been obsessed with from as long as you can remember, with other people who have had very similar experiences to you, it's so great to be able to connect with people in that way. The ability that this franchise has to bring just all types of people together, specifically the LGBT community, that's just really inspiring to me and I just can't thank this franchise enough for all the things it's done for me. Um, 
all the ruts it's pulled me out of. Um, it's something that I hold very near and dear to my heart and I'm very, very happy that I have this huge fan base that I can share that feeling with. Remakes, sequels, and downloadable content later on in time pushed me to join the official forums from Craft Generation website. I felt it was the first time ever I fit in a place where I could prattle about the game that made me learn and speak English in the way I do now. I was really happy to share and enjoy in a very special way how Larcroft and Tomb Raider games inspired me with fans and players that could understand me. I started creating new friendships with people over this game series. I started talking about these places that Laura went to, and that really sparked curiosity in me. It made me want to explore the world more, to see what else is out there. Without Tomb Raider, I probably wouldn't have the friends I've gained in the Tomb Raider community, and like a lot of them I've been friends with for, wow, like quite a while now. Um, and I've these friendships have been like very, very close friendships as well. Like some of the some of the friendships I've made in the community have been um, more helpful for me than real friendships, uh, which is really crazy but really awesome. It is my life. I owe so much of who I am to all the games, the films, the music, like I said, and I just owe so much gratitude. And like I said earlier, she inspires me not to give a coconut about what people think of me because She's a dangerous scale, and right now, something somewhere is making her lose patience, and now I've just lost mine. So Chris, if you don't put me on, you know what that means. I don't give a coconut, and you won't have any. See you, Razors. Thank you all so much for creating a franchise that um, many fans, I think, can say that defines them as well. So thank you all whoever was involved with making the games. I just thank you so, so, so much. Thank you so much. Words cannot describe how much it impacted my life and many others. Anyways, before this gets too emotional, I'm going to end this here. Long live Lara Croft. Long live Tomb Raider. Peace. Peace in the Tomb Raider fandom. Thank you. I think it's been extremely um, important in my life and I think it will continue to be so. It's been now 20 years since I knew about Lara Croft and I don't think I will stop loving her. And the community as well shouldn't be divided, we should be together, you know, it's, it's two meters, it's Lara, it's everything that we love. So, yeah, I mean, what else do I say? If it wasn't for Tomb Raider, all of these experiences would, would never happen. So it's definitely, it's been life-changing. Um, there's, there's no other way to put it. I'm very grateful for everything I've experienced because of Tomb Raider, how it has really enriched my life. And I honestly don't feel like I would be as progressed as I am now. I honestly have so much gratitude for the Tomb Raider franchise. Thank you, Lara Croft. Don't you think you've seen enough? Don't you think you've seen enough? Don't you think you've seen enough? This is it for the first series. Thank you so much to everyone who took part in this episode, and thank you to everyone from around the world for listening and watching these past few months. 
Regardless, if you love one Lara and aren't a fan of another, I hope this episode has helped build some bridges and explain why every Lara is important to someone. Nobody is telling us to love every game, but respecting what they mean to other people can go a long way. I'll leave you with a piece of fan-made Tomb Raider music gifted to Raidercast by the exceptionally talented Dean Copri. And until next time, thank you.